What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Impact Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're gonna fix that. Every week, we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that can help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. This meeting could have been an email. This is something that we've all thought at some point or another in our professional lives. Your most valuable asset and resource is time and the amount of time that gets chewed up due to inefficient meetings is ridiculous. Now, when you take those constraints and apply it to a distributed team or a remote environment and you're trying to scale up or accelerate growth and become the next unicorn, that goal becomes even tougher with unnecessary meetings. So how as a leader of a team or as a leader of a busy HR team, can you support an organization and create some best practices where meetings are a worthwhile use of time? In today's distributed and remote environment with all of the collaboration tools that are at our fingertips, we don't need to meet every single hour of every single day. So there needs to be discipline around what is actually necessary as a absolute must of a meeting. Here are some guidelines to make meetings effective and relevant and worthwhile when you're thinking about coordinating a distributed workforce. First, every meeting needs to have a purpose. So that means it's incumbent on whoever the organizer is to have a clear agenda and objective and outcome that you're driving towards. Chris Williams actually talks about this quite often. Whenever possible, you should keep the meetings as limited as possible and as narrow as possible that directly impact those involved in the outcome. So rather than a bunch of company-wide meetings where a lot of the people that are attending aren't directly influencing the goal, keep it narrow, and then that way you are able to stay on task. You have an agenda, make sure the right people are in the room. That's step one and step two. Then if you can keep meetings at to under an hour and realistically, if you can keep meetings at 30 minutes with a tight team that is involved in the meeting with a clear agenda, you're being highly efficient and effective in that meeting setup. People's energy levels, once it goes be beyond 30 minutes, it tends to drift. When thinking about the time commitment, you want to make sure that these aren't scheduled on a back-to-back -back fashion either because your ability to focus consistently across multiple meetings for long periods of time is proven to be difficult. When you're looking at making your meetings effective, have an agenda, have the right people in the room, be conscious of the amount of time that it takes, make sure the people in the room have enough of a say to determine the outcome. Those four elements should help you be really effective in managing a team and positioning it for success. So 
remember, the goal is to build an elite organization. Part of that effort involves being really protective of everyone's time. Meetings are unavoidable. Don't overuse them and make sure you're having them scoped really tightly to maximize effectiveness. The formula for building an elite team, really simple. Empowered managers, engaged employees, build elite teams. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you liked the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR Impact. Tune in next time where we'll have another guest who's going to share with us the game-changing insights that help them build high-performing teams.